Hello and welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hamer and I'm an international business coach and serial entrepreneur. This podcast is designed for you to help you unlock what you already have and to give you a whole host of tools and techniques that can help you to accelerate your success by building your own brand you. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Building Brand You. Today I am delighted to introduce my special guest Kit Jackson. Kit is Managing Partner at Strategy Together a consultancy where she helps organizations manage strategic change. Kit is a globally recognized expert and thought leader in using strategy maps and managing by strategic themes. She has also worked closely with doctors Robert Kaplan and David Norton, the co-creators of the Balanced Scorecard, a well-known tool in strategy management. During her time with Kaplan and Norton, Kit played an instrumental role in evolving the scorecard from a performance management tool into a strategy management tool. She pioneered the strategic themes approach, which was a pivotal evolution in strategy execution management. Kit is a founding member of Homeward Bound, an initiative reaching 1.8 billion people, equipping women in STEM to shape and lead the future of our planet. Kit has also pioneered a personal strategy methodology and coaches personal strategy and practice. Here, she helps people to create clarity and congruence between their purpose and values, enabling them to make conscious choices in all aspects of their life. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Kit Jackson. Hello, Kit. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Welcome to Building Brand You. I'm well, thank you. I like to start my guest interviews by asking you to tell us a bit about who you are. Who is Kit Jackson? What's she about? Uh, What's your story? So I'm going to hand the mic over to you right up front uh, and ask you to share with listeners, who is Kit Jackson? Thank you, Kim. And I'm delighted to be here today with you. Uh, Who is Kit Jackson? It's a really interesting question, which could be answered uh, very simply to say, uh, I'm an international consultant and leadership coach specializing in making strategy happen. But what does that mean? It means that I facilitate people, teams, organizations to clarify and articulate their strategy for what they want to achieve and what they aspire to and together build the capability to deliver it because a strategy is only as good as the capability to deliver it. It still doesn't tell you much about me. So who am I in a bit more depth? Well, I use, I'm someone who uses my extraordinary life experiences and learning to help others fulfill their potential. And to give you an illustration, I'm going to tell you a story That starts 20 years ago. I had spent 10 years uh, in business turnarounds and I'd recently uh, moved into the area of strategy and was working for Kaplan Norton's organization. I was living and working in Australia and 
having uh, become pregnant with my second son, my husband and I decided to go back to the UK because we'd been out of the UK for some time, both in, uh, in Australasia and uh, Africa. I was anticipating that I would move uh, smoothly into the London office and my husband had some business interests in London. Everything seemed to be uh, very smooth. We had schools organised, all of our belongings in a ship and my husband was unwell about a week before we left. And it transpired uh, when he went to accident and emergency that he was diagnosed with cancer and given a month to live. We decided to go back to the UK and continue with our plans um, and uh, engage in some treatment for him. And the good news is he survived for a year rather than a month and saw his son uh, born. The difficult thing was that as I arrived back in the UK, uh, the organisation I was working for closed the London office. My, my husband's business interests, I discovered on his passing, were not uh, quite as um, profitable as we had hoped. Uh, and in fact, he left a great deal of debt and uh, all of our joint assets were gone. So I had a situation where uh, it looked pretty bleak. Um, and I think a lot of my family and friends uh, reinforced that with telling me that, uh, that life was pretty impossible. So one of the things I, I realized was that I had a great asset at my disposal, and that was my learning around strategy and strategy execution, and most particularly strategy maps. And I knew inherently that I could use this to help me move from where I was and get to where I needed to get to. So I started thinking about my purpose and my aspirations. And at the time, my purpose was to change the way the world managed strategy. I realized that I had to start with myself first, put my own oxygen mask on before helping others. And so my, my basis was to work out what values I really needed to manifest in my life to be the foundation to take me forwards. And those values were and continue to be courage, gratitude, and conviction. Courage because I needed to have the courage to step forwards and to lead my life. Gratitude because I needed to start from a place of abundance and acknowledgement of what I had and that I was enough and had enough to do whatever I needed to do. And conviction that I could do this and to be able to drown out the noise of both my internal critic and others who told me that the situation was dire and impossible and I wouldn't be able to do it. So starting with those values and then setting some aspirations around what I wanted to uh, achieve, both in terms of what I wanted for my, my sons, where we were going to live, uh, how they were going to be schooled, um, and 
the business that I was going to need to set up and the key characteristics um, and really setting up what I was going to accept and not accept and be clear about that. And that was really important when one of my first potential clients, I applied uh, for a particular role and they had requested a role that was completely different to what I felt I should give them. And I wrote to them and said, I know you've asked for this, but I think you need me. And these are the reasons why. And the long story short is they came back and said, uh, you're right. We do need you and we'd like to um, employ you. What would you like to do? And that was a real lesson for me because it taught me that standing by what I knew was right um, and that would serve me rather than just taking anything was would gave me a great deal of confidence. So setting up the foundation of my values, where I was heading towards and how I was going to make those conscious choices <clears throat> to put my strategy into, into practice and being able to identify what are, were the key priorities. Uh, what, I, what I then did was having set my intention was I put an incredible discipline and focus about what I paid attention to, which meant I had to engage in a certain amount of what I was not going to do and closing some doors so I could see that other doors would open. And this was the mental framework that I set up. And the, the structure of that framework was a balance between me, myself, my relationships, um, most particularly with my children and my home, and the work that I was doing, and making sure that that was all congruent with my aspirations and the values, uh, my values that I held dear. So this idea of having a personal framework was conceived out of necessity, but it wasn't born until... 2016, when I gave birth to it as a methodology. Again, uh, it was a situation where I was invited to be part of the founding faculty for uh, a leadership initiative called Homeward Bound, which uh, served to equip a thousand women with a STEM background with the capabilities to lead to influence and to, and to shape the future of the planet. This was a virtual uh, program which culminated in the largest all-female expedition to Antarctica for a month every year. And this thinking, this mental framework of mine really came into fruition as the framework and container for all of the leadership learning and the, and the, the different tools that we were equipping them with so that these women could have a basis on which to use that learning, putting it into practice to uh, take their lives forward. So personal strategy is one of the uh, elements that has come out of the, the life experiences that I've had. As I was listening to you, I was thinking about like the extraordinary circumstances you found yourself in coming back to the UK and 
we've all been in extraordinary circumstances, but I, I think that link you had with with a way of thinking and addressing all of that is it, it's kind of how does that happen? I mean, you had lots of, you know, lots of experiences all around the world. You know, you've worked for the for the the, the masters in in strategy uh, execution, particularly, um, you know, Kaplan and Norton. Uh, you've worked in all sorts of industries and countries. And to sort of pull all that together and go, actually, I've got a framework for this. I think, you know, that's not that's not common for a lot of us. For listeners out there, even probably having a personal strategy is something they've never considered before. So how did you, when you were sort of talking to people about how how you dealt with all of that, you know, what what was the reaction to to sort of how you were sort of placing the framework of strategy around your own sort of personal circumstances and the building of your new life? So when I was in the situation 20 years ago, I didn't explain to people what the framework was because it was really very much an internal mental framework. And it's something that I use, I I think, in strategy maps. One of the greatest learnings I've had from working with Kaplan and Norton is to be able to utilise this framework and apply it in very many circumstances, whether it's in an organisational context, whether it's in uh, for teams or, or for individuals. Uh, when I was working with Kaplan and Norton in, and running their research group, one of the key pieces of, of research was uh, we discovered that organisations are 70% more likely to execute their strategy if they have a framework. And it's the same for people. Well, organisations are made of people, aren't they? So that sort of stands to reason, really. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, one of the, the other things is that strategic thinking is, uh, is one of the most underdeveloped leadership capabilities. And whether that's uh, in, a, in an organisation or whether it's for our own lives, we're all leaders of our own lives. The, the ability to put the now into context, into a broader context, and consider what is the impact of this is, uh, is something that is difficult because we get so caught up with the noise and the activity of the day-to-day. Uh, so it's, it's important to be able to carve out the capacity to step back and be able to consider what is it that I'm doing today that serves the wider context? Who I am, what, I, what my ambitions are, uh, what I hold true as my, my values, and do they serve me? Uh, and how am I showing up? So it's, it's, uh, it's only really been something that I've talked about um, since building it into the leadership program for Homeward Bound. So talk a little bit about about that sort of thinking process for you, because to have it as a mental framework is one thing for yourself, but then to say, how, how could this work for other people? How do I make this accessible and rich and uh, empowering for other people? So can you share a little bit about, you know, how that, that translation of from 
me to we happened? One of the things I realized was missing out of many leadership programs was a whole of life framework. Often leadership programs look at what you need to do for personal development to advance your career and balance that with some well-being and, as I say, work-life balance. What I realized is that what we really need to do is to start with us, not necessarily with the organization in mind. And rather having a balance or trade-off, we need to be thinking about congruence so that it's not a trade-off between our careers and our families or our families and ourselves so that we have different identities. So it was, it was that realization that came out of the Homeward Bound program that uh, caused me to build it into a methodology and a formalized framework to be able to provide this as a, as a container for all of the other activities that were going on in the, in the leadership program. Uh, and, and that is what it is today, is a, is a container for all of the, the activities, actions and choices that you make and the way that you do that on a day-to-day basis that uh, sits in a whole framework to serve the wider context, the wider purpose of, of you and the wider strategy of you. I think that's it's really interesting to hear you talk about that because we we talk about you know frameworks you you know you mentioned the 70% more likely statistics at the start about having a framework you're 70% more likely to to actually execute your strategy and the thing that came to me was you know how many of us make all of these grand new year's resolutions and just never fulfill on them or hardly ever fulfill on them I think we don't often think about a framework in terms of a, of a container. Um, that's an unusual expression for most people. So thinking about it, for me, it comes across that it's a bit of a bucket or, you know, a bit of a, like a, a case where I can, I can also go back to and revisit um, what's in the container and what I put in the container before, what I might have put in the container since that shouldn't really be in the container. So this this tool to be able to, to, to revisit or this, this, this container. So when you talk about having a container, is that, is that something, is that language people sort of need to, I guess, um, understand or, or is this something that's, that becomes quite familiar to them quite quickly? I don't think everybody needs to recognise it as a container. The most important thing actually is to recognise the story. There's always a story. One of the other learnings I I have about strategy is that strategy is not a New Year's resolution. Strategy is not a set of stretching metrics that uh, are imposed on on an organisation. Strategy is also not a daily action list. So firstly, to think about what strategy is, is it is a story. And the the framework, the personal strategy map, provides that cause and effect model of thinking, if I do this, if if I put my attention onto these priorities and make these choices, what will be the the outcome? Will it serve me 
to deliver on my ambition or my aspirations. And, and key to the framework is the three pillars, the three themes, self, relationships, and work or service. You might be out of work looking for work. You might be retired. You might be taking some time out. So it's what you are actually looking for in terms of whether it's work that you're paid for or work that you're not paid for, that you that it's a contribution. So it's, a, it's that congruence between those three elements and understanding what is the story. And if you can tell the story, get it out of your head and onto paper or PC, whatever, it starts to clarify what your strategy is. And often being able to, to articulate it surfaces whether it's just one idea that's going around in your head or whether it's an action list or whether it's a jumble. One of the, the uh, things I find working with people on this is that some people have been very successful in their careers and they come to a point and said, how do I get, how did I get here? And is this where I want to be? I think at the moment, uh, it's interesting, I read an article saying that 70% of us are currently uh, re-evaluating our, our jobs and our lives. For some of us, it's, it's like Groundhog Day. Some of us, we want to change our lives. Some, for some of us, it's really tough. There's been a, a, a great, there's been a great deal of disruption in relationships. So a lot of us are going through a period of transition and transformation at the moment. And to be able to recognize how the choices you make for yourself, your relationships, your family, and your work are all interrelated. And sometimes being able to be clear on what that relationship is, you can make better better choices and decisions and look at it as a whole. It's utilizing that strategic thinking in your own life and to mm. think about it in a wider context. Yeah, it's it and we just so rarely do that, I think. And for some people in the pandemic, it's kind of like life has been changed for them. They were quite happy before and and the pandemic has kind of just thrown everything in the air and I think people you're right people are re-evaluating that they're transitioning somewhere sometimes they don't know where uh, and we've all been you know dealing with a whole whole new way of dealing with life that we never thought we'd have to do so this opportunity for transformation I think is very real for people having come out of this last 18 months. For some people it's been not that I would say enjoyed it but you know they've perhaps felt better, done better. Other people are still really struggling with how all of this is is going to play out. So thinking about the story and how those three elements um, of yourself, your relationships and your work or service in your life I think is a really great holistic way of thinking about it. How does that, so you talked about values in your story and we've just talked about these three pillars, I guess, in the story. How does all of that relate 
to to purpose because that's a big word at the moment. People are looking for purpose and looking for perhaps meaning in their life. So how does, you know, personal strategy um, support that, help that? How does it emerge? Not everybody can articulate their purpose and it's really an uncovering and a development. Uh, I mentioned that my purpose was one thing uh, 20 years ago and it's evolved. The values that I that I really want to manifest in uh, that's going to enable and support my strategy, they might adjust as life changes. Um, and life has changed from having two babies to having two uh, teenagers to, to young men in my life uh, as my sons. And what I need to bring in, what I need to prioritize and what I need to, to demonstrate in terms of values uh, will adjust. So this is a, it's, it's a, an ongoing process. It's not create a strategy once off and that's it, we're done. It's actually a constant process of learning and reflection and insight about ourselves, um, others, and, and how we're showing up and the impact of the way that we show up on the outcome. Uh, so how, how values and purpose sit together, they are uh, very much at the, the, both the centre and the circumference of, the, of, the, of this, the strategy. And exploring that is a key part of, of exploring uh, the story. As I say, the, the, the purpose might not be well articulated or, or, or conceived when you start off. It's a good idea to, to start thinking about what you aspire to, maybe what your legacy is in the three different themes. And then thinking about what's going to underpin that in terms of your values. And I think one of the first area of, of um, value out of, of going through this process that people tell me about is on thinking about their values in these three different lenses. And it's maybe something they haven't done before. And thinking about, are they the same? Are they different? Uh, why? Uh, and the first round that you, you choose what you really can't live without and what's going to support you going forwards might adjust as you rethink what your priorities are and what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. And also moving from maybe what might be expected of you in your different roles is to actually who you are. That's, uh, that's really, uh, really key. Uh, and thinking about what you need to bring into your life as part of your values and your, the, the behaviours that, that support that. And also what happens if you don't have those values in your life? What impact does that have? Uh, and that can be a great basis to evaluate where you are today and whether it's serving you or not. Mm, I love all of that. But in particular, that, that comment you made about sometimes we are we assign our values to ourselves based on what others expect of us or what society expects of us or what we've grown up with and actually taking a look at um, the things that that light you up and that make a difference in your life uh, you know that's when it when I think values become really visceral and really powerful and they start to be a bit of a compass I guess for you to say okay 
So if this is what I'm about, then how how is that showing up in my life? You know, you used that expression before about how we show up, how we show up in our story. And, and it's not something people often think about. It's also a term I use in the Building Brand You framework. It's not about pasting something on the outside. It's about looking at self, at yourself and saying, what am I about? Who am I? And, and how do I unlock that? And how do I harness that and amplify that so that my brand, my brand Kim or your brand Kit becomes clear and congruent to others? So tell me a little bit about... Um, your work in helping how others show up. You know, you mentioned Homeward Bound, and that must have been an extraordinary opportunity to work with, you know, to apply your methodology and test it in anger with a whole group of people who were stepping up to say, well, how am I going to show up in this world of climate change and STEM? Yes. Um, It's been an extraordinary experience. Uh, I've been working uh, with Homeward Bound for nearly six years, and uh, working with the faculty are uh, the world's best in visibility and in, in, um, leadership, in science, um, in well-being, to, to build this program. And the participants themselves are extraordinary women. One of the things we've really worked on, um, and I do in the, the work that I do in Strategy Together, is thinking about uh, how we show up firstly to ourselves, then to others, and then in the wider context. And when we're thinking about how we show up to ourselves, that's our thinking style. And being self-aware around how our thinking style is impacting our behaviours, because that impacts the way the the decisions we make, and it then impacts the outcomes. I love Viktor Frankl's quote from the work that he did as a Holocaust survivor where he said there is a space between stimulus and response. And in that space is our power to choose our response. Oh, the hairs on the back of my neck just stood up. That's brilliant, isn't it? You know, in that space is our power to choose. It's beautiful. Um, And it's, it's fundamental because we may not get to choose the deck of cards that we get dealt. Uh, And I found that very much in my life, but we do have the power to choose how we respond to it and how we respond to it will determine the outcome. So starting with our thinking style, what are we bringing to it? Are we bringing a sense of scarcity or a sense of abundance and gratitude and acknowledgement? Well, that will very much uh, impact our experience and how others experience us. So thinking, um, thinking styles are fundamental and in Homeward Bound and in the work that I do, uh, we use a, a human synergistics tool called the Lifestyles Inventory. And it's, uh, it's very helpful to, to explore and get a self-assessment and assessment by others as to the impact of that thinking style. And, and being self-aware is the first step. So in strategy, starting with self, understanding self, being self-aware, really important. Then you can broaden out to say, okay, how am I showing up to others? And and how are others experiencing me? And uh, what is my relationship with others? Are, Are those relationships depleting or are they nourishing? Am I showing up in a way that is actually constructive 
um, encouraging, supportive, achievement-oriented, collaborative, or am I thinking that I am, but actually I'm not being experienced like that? And then thinking about how do I show up in the wider context? So how, have I, how am I having a, 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 an impact more broadly in the organization, in the team that I'm, I'm running or the department that I contribute to, in uh, the charity that I work for, in my community? How am I showing up and having an impact on the wider context and, and uh, community? Often, when there is a, an issue in one's life, it's worthwhile stepping back and saying, what's my thinking style? How am I showing up to myself and how am I managing my own internal critic? And how am I showing up to others? And is it aligned with the outcome that I want to have? Mm. Yeah, I think that's, it's a bit like the Groundhog Day you mentioned earlier. It's the same thing, the same issue, for example, keeps showing up in our lives. And we kind of go, okay, the common denominator here is me. So perhaps it's time to say, okay, so how am I contributing to this issue that keeps showing up in my life? And I think you, you know, when you frame it as it's not just about the issue, it's about that the issue is getting the way of what you want, of your outcome, of your, you know, if you have defined your purpose, or, you know, is that really showing up as as congruent with with your values? And, and if it's not, then as you say, it starts starts in our head in that space between stimulus and response, as Viktor Frankl said. And if we can get to that and start to examine and articulate our story and the things we want to achieve and the things that we're thinking, then there starts to be a bit of a, I guess, a roadmap or a strategy map that emerges, which maybe doesn't clear the path. I think we all have problems, but maybe gives us the facility, as you said, to be more constructive, more achievement oriented, rather than driving ourselves to be perfectionists and uh, looking for other people's approval or avoiding the issues altogether. So I think there's a lovely, a lovely opportunity for people to become really self-aware and to go back to, so what am I thinking and what is that driving? Yes. And I think also there's a, there's often an element of when this happens, then I'll be happy. And mm. turning it around to being when I'm happy, this will happen. Yeah, I use um, in one of my coaching frameworks, uh, we talk about the be, do, have model. So often people say, well, when I have this, I'll do this and I'll be this. So when I have money, I'll buy the house I want and I'll be happy. Whereas actually, if we start with how we're being, it drives our actions, what we're doing, um, and then it produces outcomes, what we have. So if we start by, uh, you know, you talked about um, courage as one of your values, some core values. If, if I'm being courageous, then what, what behaviour does that show up as in my life? And then what outcomes does that create? So I think, I think it's a brilliant way of turning that on its head and thinking about, well, how am I being? Mm. And, and actually, a lot of people talk about confidence, Mm. If, uh, if I waited, when I was in that situation 20 years ago, if I'd waited till I was confident, I wouldn't have done the things I needed to do. So I needed to have courage, so courage over comfort, courage over confidence mm. um, in order to make those steps forward. Mm. 
it's it's such a, I think it's such a new and exciting area for for people to think about. I think organizations have been talking about strategy for for years and years and years and you would know better than I how well that's gone. But you know this whole idea of applying these they're really simple principles to our lives. I'm not saying they're easy. Um, and um, having done a little bit of this this work uh, with you, you know, sometimes it can be quite confronting. And the thing you think you know about yourself is not really you at all. And it's about thinking about, oh, okay, well, that's not really how I show up. How do I need to shift that that thinking so I can behave in a way that gets the outcome I'm looking for? <laughs> So, yeah, I just think there's so much opportunity for people to really bring bring themselves to the fore. And that's why I was really interested in in sort of having you on, building brand you, because this is, this is probably a very different conversation from what people were expecting. But I think it lies at the heart of how we show up of the building brand you philosophy. I think there's a lot that's alike about it. Yes. And then building it into plan so that you can practice it on a on a annual quarterly monthly weekly daily basis yes sometimes that's too much for people and just starting with articulating the values or Mm. just starting with realizing some choices they need to make um, and accelerating that there have been examples of people who have had significant transformations in their life from making a few key choices. However, with as it is with strategy, it's not about just coming up with the ideas. It's about the hard stuff is to regularly make sure that you are, you're learning from it, you're adapting, and you are putting into practice, and you're building those that muscle and that discipline so that you can affect those changes. Yeah, perfect. Continuously learning and getting that, that insight. Yeah. And I know you're you're also. Uh, this segues very nicely because I was going to ask you about what's what's coming up, you know, in the personal strategy world for you and all of that sort of thing. And I know you've got. We just talked about building the discipline and building the muscle and and using this as a real framework for life alongside the three six nine twelve planning uh, methodology. Uh, so you've got some stuff coming up that you're launching in the next few months uh, around personal strategy. So I'd love you to share with building brand new listeners a little bit about about that. Uh, well, the, the the personal strategy methodology works so well for me, and it turns out it works incredibly well for. The various organisations I'm working in, and uh, the women in Homewood Bound, and so we're now uh, broadening that out to a, a wider group, and uh, we're able to offer uh, this in a more formalised uh, way. Um, we are we're offering a refresher program for those people who've been through the strategy map already, uh, and uh, and a personal strategy uh, three six nine twelve. For those who haven't and it's new to them, there is a step-by-step program to walk through building it and putting it into practice and developing uh, the, the key elements of it. Uh, and then there's a subscription service to, to keep you honest, uh, oh. <laughs> to keep, keep, you, uh, keep your attention on uh, where your intention is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're now doing that uh, through the Strategy Together uh, website and uh, I think there will be a, a link that uh, Kim will provide uh, so that uh, you can register your interest 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's so exciting. I'm Correct me if I'm wrong, but the program is actually online. Like it's it it, it's kind of a self-paced program. So if it you want to go, you want to go hard at it and get it done in four weeks, you know, fill your boots. Uh, but if you want to, uh, you know, your time is limited or you need time to think about some some of the things and take longer over them, you can do that. You know, I think part of this this situation we're in, and I hear it all the time, is that we're sort of almost like waiting for something to happen. It's a bit like the be, do, have model. It's kind of like we're waiting for something to happen before we do something and be something. But if we switch it around and say, I want to be courageous, I want to be forward thinking, I want to be empowered about my future, then don't wait to see what happens. There's an opportunity to find out more about what's possible. Uh, obviously, the, the refresher, I presume, will be for a lot of the Homeward Bound participants who've been through the program, but you've, you've also done uh, some personal strategy outside Homeward Bound as well. So people have to have been through that process with you in order to qualify for the refresher, is that? That's uh, correct, yes. Yeah, cool. Um, but, yeah, I just think, you know, we're, we're coming out of a pandemic. As Kit said, we're in this time of transition and re-evaluation and transformation. You know, why would you wait for the new year to start understanding your story? Why not start that process now and and start to explore what that all looks like so that, you know, if you are a New Year's resolution type person, don't make a resolution, start the new year, get on the ground running. Today. (laughs) Yeah, today, today, yes. So Kit's right. There is a link in, uh, in the show notes where you can register your, your interest, uh, get some more information uh, about uh, the, the uh, personal strategy program and what's involved in getting yourself involved in that. Obviously, there's all um, all the links to find Kit. If they were going to, to look for you, where would you like them to go? Um, which link would you like them to choose? <laughs> yeah, where, where, where would you like you them to go? You can find me on LinkedIn, Kit Jackson yeah. at Strategy Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on email, which is Kit dot jackson at strategy together.com and you can find us on the website which is www.strategytogether.com perfect so kit in wrapping up i like to ask guests to leave something with building brand new listeners so we've talked about a lot of different things today so what's the one piece of advice you'd love to to leave for our building brand new listeners today well, I'd like to take us back to the beginning where you ask me, who am I? And as this is about building brand new, it's a, it's a really good question. So in summary, who am I? I'm a mother. And that is probably one of my greatest achievements to raise uh, my two boys, my wonderful two boys. I am a strategy mapper extraordinaire as recognised by my wonderful mentor, Bob Kaplan. Um, I'm a facilitator of transformational culture change. I'm a builder of leadership capability. I'm a value creator and accelerator. I am sometimes a dragon slayer and I am always enough. So I start every day with this mantra. I am enough and I have enough to meet whatever the day is going to bring because I never quite know what my life is going to bring. And what I'd like to leave listeners with is two questions to reflect on. 
what's the story and how are you showing up? And if there's one piece of advice, lift up from the noise of today and clarify your intention and set your attention to it. Wonderful. It has been an absolute delight having you on Building Brand You today, Kit. Thank you for joining us and for sharing, I think sharing your such a personal story with us right up front and the, and the thing that led you into Strategy Map. So thank you so much for your time and your generosity today. Thank you, Kim. It's been great to share that with you. Listeners, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Building Brand New podcast. I'm Kim Hayner. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And for all the latest news and tips, become a member of the brand new Building Brand New Facebook group. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out more, please book in for a free 20-minute coaching call at calendly.com forward slash Kim Hamer forward slash BBY chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.